Hello, it's me. I'm back with another show. This is David George coming to you from my shop and house. Today, yes, we're finally going to do some words. We're finally going to talk about some Southern Wing of the day. The first one that I've picked out is Lickety Split. You ever heard anybody talk about doing something Lickety Split? That means they're in a hurry. They're very quick. It's like when you're talking about getting somewhere, like if you're leaving your house and going to someone's house, and they ask you, how long is it going to take? I'll be there lickety-split. It means they're going to be there in a quick hurry. And that is a colloquialism. You know, we talked about that in the etymology and the idiom the other day on the first one. That's what that is. That's a colloquialism. Nearabouts. Nearabouts, okay? That's considered an adverb. And an example of that is, you know what? I near about run over that squirrel on the road. Nearabout means almost. In case you're wondering, next time you hear somebody say nearabout, that means almost. Here's one that uh, I've used quite a bit. No count. N-O apostrophe C-O-U-N-T. No count. And that's considered a contraction. And it's of no account. Good for nothing. What do you think about that guy the other day we talked to? Ah, uh, he's no count. That means they're good for nothing. Alright, and another one that I don't have on here. Like a duck on a June bug. Do you ever hear anybody say like a duck on a June bug in the sense they're trying to make or they're making? That means they're on it. They're right on top of it. Well, are you gonna take care of that chore that I told you to take care of the other day? Like a duck on a June bug. That's what that means. They're right on top of things. And today at the end of the podcast, I'm gonna go over some uh, idioms, some uh, funny things. Like I said, we'll have some comedic antics in here and things like that. We won't be, uh, it won't be just words and definitions. And a Southern lingo definitions are all, also, we're also going to have some other stuff on here besides just that. Uh, me talking to some people and getting them in on some of this. And, and I think my wife's going to try to be on here along with my daughter and my son and some other people that I'll be talking to. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this. Uh, told my wife the other day when I was in the dining room that, uh, you know, I'm really going to have fun doing this. And I am. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope you can tune in and, and enjoy it too. Because uh, the one thing I want to do, my dad always taught me, he said, son, you know, it's okay to uh, be serious sometimes. It's okay to be serious part of the time. But when you leave somebody, leave them laughing. Because that way, they're in a good mood. 
and I hope every time I leave you guys, I leave you laughing because that's exactly what I want to do. And another word that I wanted to talk about today, it's just a simple word that a lot of people say nowadays and a lot of people really don't think much about it. Y'all. Y'all was a word that was started back in the 1800s. Uh, what it means is it is a diff it is a means a collection of words, you all. Okay? Anytime you hear somebody say the word y'all, that could mean one or two people. It could also mean three or four people. If you hear anybody say somebody say all y'all that means a group of people okay if you hear the, the term all y'all y'all is considered an etymology okay and this all y'all is an intensive form of y'all all y'all this use states you all or more emphatically for example saying I know y'all would mean that one knows a group of people saying I know all y'all would mean that one knows the members of a group of individuals so that's something you need to if we ever hear somebody say y'all that's what it means it could be an individual or a group of people and another word now this word that I want to talk to you about right now is I don't really hear a whole lot of people uh, use this term lately, but uh, when I was coming up as a child, I heard it a lot. And uh, what I want to talk about right now, and probably the next few minutes, is a term called, is a word called ornery. If you ever hear someone say the word ornery, That means it's an adjective. Uh, it means very irritating, having an irritable disposition. Uh, the etymology of this word is alteration of ordinary, and it dates back to 1816. Okay? Ornery is the excitatory ability that living organisms have to respond to changes in their environment. Okay? or it could be considered cranky. The term used for both the physiological reaction to stimuli and for the pathological abnormal or excessive sensitivity to stimuli. When, when, in, when reflecting human emotion and behavior, it is commonly defined as a tendency to react to stimuli with negative effective states, especially anger and temper outburst which can be aggressive Dis distressing or impairing irritability is important from a mental health perspective as a common system a symptom of concern and predator or excuse me predictor of clinical outcomes a lot of these big words you know I was written next don't really know how to pronounce a lot of them. sorry about that a definition and they're using irritability here 
okay, for organism, is the excited ability that living organisms have to respond to changes in their environment. Same as up here at the top. Um, so, we're going to go on over here and list some of the signs. Excuse me about that. Someone outside had a problem with their motor. Uh, signs and symptoms of orneryism. As an emotional and behavioral symptom in humans, someone is considered to be irritable when they have a short temper or ornery when they have a short temper or become easily frustrated or freely or feel grouchy or grumpy. Caregivers, caregivers may report tension in the household of or fatigue that may take accommodation to avoid provoking their dependence. Orneryism is associated with a number of mental health conditions or irritability. It is defining characteristics of any mood disorder such as bipolar, depression, disruptive and mood dysregulation disorders. Okay. I think we've said enough about being ornery. I think we've gone through a lot of that. So Tomorrow we're going to go over some other words like ain't, cattywampus, and an idiom, cheap cooking bottle washer, egg on, and some other words that you might know. But for right now, we're going to go through some of this comedic stuff that I was telling you about. And I've got a list of words here that I want to go over that's used in common everyday life. Far, F-A-R. If he don't turn that stove off, them chickens will catch far. Months, M-U-N-T-S, months, M-U-N-T-S. It's been four months since that man Barb. It's. I'm sorry, let me back up. My fault. Months. M U N T S. It's been four months since I heard from my brother. Naked. N E K K I D. There he was. Naked as a jaybird. Chevrolet. S H E V U H L A. I got a new Chevrolet pickup. And my favorite, Ranch. R A N C H. Can you only guess what that is? I'm fixing to tell you. Go in the back of my truck and get that wrench. I'm going to stop there. And tomorrow, like I said, we're going to be going over some more. And uh, I'm going to go over some things that I wrote down myself. 
some of these will be uh, dead lice falling off of you. Happier than a dead pig in sunshine. Things like that. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow and talking to you. And as always, the way I sign off, we'll see you tomorrow. Let's get her done.